no, words are definitely going to be harder than a clap. I'm just saying... Uh, well, we just did, oh, we already did the clap. We already did the clap, and I'm going to cut all this, too. Right, right, right. That's but I just, I wanted to vocalize that it was like a good 20 minutes of, like, trying to make things line up. I think the, I think the phone call made something weird. You can blame that on my fucking girlfriend, dude. She was mm-hmm. so mad that I called her a mutual in the, <laughs> in the last podcast, because I said it. I was like, Anna Riley, and, you know, I texted a mutual ours. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good joke, dude. Uh, well, I mean, we're kind of already in it, but uh, I think I do, you know what, no, let's, let's, let's do, let's do a clean, a clean start. I don't want that to be the start of the podcast, three, airing out the mutual thing. Three, two, one. Clean start. Clean start. <laughs> we have to this say is the now the time. clean start. Three, two, one. Clean, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> do with me. Ah, Three, two, one. And clean we're back. start. <laughs> we're not doing clean start. That's how we start the podcast. Uh, clean dude. start. All right. <laughs> no, I think I think we're recording I'm, now. I'm punchy. Uh, this is this is so funny because it, you know we're recording live here. It's night like three after the first after the episode first aired. So you know we're a little bit late on this one, and uh, I'm hot off of a DVR right now. Yeah, we both we both watched recorded Bachelor this week for for various life reasons. Yours good, mine like kind of kind of shit. You know. Yeah, but I was no, I was happy to browse through Ma- what Mallory Barnard's been watching, and you know, mm-hmm. attribute my Bachelor viewing to her Hulu account. Oh yeah, man. I'm. I mean, back in the fall, I was like a citizen of the Mallory Barnard Mallory Hulu. I did Mallory HBO. Um, I forget who logged into Netflix. You're logged into Netflix because it's um. What's that guy? Plumpy. Lumpy. Lumpy. Yeah. That was the. That's my Netflix like login name. That's how my family burns me. Is Dude, that they, they gave they me an ugly you. avatar and they called me Lumpy. They made you Lumpy. a fat little baby named Lumpy. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't know how to fix that, but I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I'm. I mean, I'm locked in on the classic Netflix happy face. If anybody changes it, I go right back in and make it a blue happy face. Yeah. No, the happy face is good. All right, Dude, man. we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, in Bachelor this episode. episode four. Episode four. Uh, this was such an episode of The Bachelor. What did you think? Overall? So, my main takeaway is that there we started out with two contestants of The Bachelor. Um, I think now we're up to four contestants of The Bachelor. Contestants one and two, obviously, you know, Gabby and Rachel. We got a third person. Are they contestants? Or are they just the Bachelorettes? Right. You, sorry, you know what I mean, not contestants. Well, I'm not um, sure I know what you mean, Cole. All right, we got four main characters, The Bachelor, <laughs> okay? We got Gabby and Rachel. Okay. And I think we got introduced to a new Bachelor on The Bachelorettes. Logan is now a free agent. Like, more or less, he's made his intentions known. He's fr- he's filed his grievances. He hasn't demanded a trade yet, but it's, that right. seems imminent. And the way they cut how the next episode is going to pan out, it looks like he joins Gabby's men. He's got to. So, but Logan, they could be tricking us, dude. It's so funny because Logan, from the very start, we called it on this pod. Logan is the ultimate certified lover boy. He plays. He played both sides right immediately off the bat, and it was never clear what kind of guy he was. And over the course of two and three, he just kind of got yanked into the Rachel orbit. I would say a little prematurely. Yeah, like there are a few moments in this episode where Rachel's like, 
nobody's looking at me at the boxing match, but yeah. they're 40 yards away. And, like, she goes to the guys and she says, nobody was looking at me during the spectacle. Like, I expected <laughs> eye contact and nobody gave it to me. And, like, guys are, like, pretending, you know, the Bachelor contestants are, like, pretending to look concerned about her feelings. Mm-hmm. And it cuts to Logan, and he's just doing the Tucker Carlson face. Yes. Just mouth agape, like, and then it cuts to a cutaway yeah. of him. He's just he's got like, this kind of, what? Yeah, he's like, what? I don't know what happened What tonight. is going on? Yeah, and he's like, I think I like Gabby, actually. I, I don't blame <laughs> him, dude. Rachel did not come off. Yeah great this episode yeah man i'm i'm gonna call this whole thing rachel mageddon um <laughs> you know it's a name that rolls right off the tongue rachel mageddon but it's one of those things where okay we're four episodes in and it's we've had a sample size of two episodes now where rachel has had a distinctly bad time in two episodes in a row like we're talking she got rejected by the three guys at the end of three that sucks it's kind of the structure of the show. I mean, you know, I understand being hurt by it, and especially the fact that it happened to her a lot. She just picked the wrong guys. She picked guys who were clearly Gabby guys. Well, dude, and, and she also picked Hayden, who's was has been the wrong guy from the start. I, dude, there is some great Hayden content here. Yeah, what man. a pathetic human being, uh, dude. And the fact that coming into this episode, I would say that Hayden was probably in the top four of the Rachel camp, just because she plucked so many like. Okay, outside of, like, um, Avon and uh, Tino, who she was absolutely crawling all over in this episode. Yeah. We got some... That was kind of some vintage Rachel performance, I must say. As much as this episode is kind of a a Rachel L moment, I think that the Rachel-Tino date, that kind of made me feel like they're probably going to get married at the end of this thing. Yeah, I mean, Rachel's floor in terms of, like, horniness and, like, make-out scenes is pretty high. She's got... You know, Dude, it, it she can't just, be that bad. She's a lover. She's loving all the time, man. She's a lover, but she is freaking out as well. I, I do think the Hayden conversation with her, I was never in on Hayden, even when... Yeah, you called con- this early. Well, yeah, but even when he kind of had a point where... So for those of you who aren't watching, because I guess this is a podcast, you know, tailored to people who also don't watch, we should break it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hayden, sort of like a Southern kind of... A slightly southern style guy. Yeah, yeah. If they have a vineyard vines that starts south of like Virginia, <laughs> I would say that this is what kind of guy he is. He's like a, a very like charmer type of guy, right? And yeah. He's kind of got a dopey smiley face. He's my get looks like a guess who character of the week pick. He kind of looks like Ted Cruz. He's oh, like a not Ted as Cruz face. Ted. No, no, no. Obviously not that, but like he's got Ted Cruz face. He's got Grayson Allen face. Yes, exactly. Oh, like that's a way better pick. In shape, Ted Cruz. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. he's kind of got those. You know how like the sleepy eyes. He's kind of got those dopey <laughs> sleepy eyes. Though. I think there's a setting to like make those the eyes on when you create a me. Oh yeah, yeah. I think you can make Hayden's eyes. Oh, Logan's eyes are the ones where you make them far apart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Logan has far apart eyes. He's got um, far apart eyes. Spencer, middle, middle part hair. Yeah, Spencer. He was my who of the week. You remember Spencer who won the the bat uh, the Bachelor boxing match? Yeah, Spencer kind of reminds me from one of the traders in the first season of Billions. So he's not my who, but dude. Oh, still Johnny. I know the guy you're- Johnny is always my who. He does like I know Johnny now, but every time you don't see him the entire episode, and Gabby's like her second guy is like. Johnny and she's like will you accept this rose and this episode he said 
you know I will. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's all he said. Dude. Everybody's like, yes, thank you. And he's like, you know I will. And he right. just, like, flips his head. Like, but, like, everybody else... Guy. Everybody else who's on the show isn't acting like he's a like kind of a strange person in this. No, and nobody like, mentions Johnny either. Yeah, no, nobody. But it's like Gabby. She's like, okay, Nate, Nate, the, Nate, and Gabby are practically dating at this point. Oh yeah, but People then know she's Nate's always like, favorite. and then the second most obvious choice, uh, Rat Boy, would you come up here? Yeah. Like he's he's got one of those crazy looks to him where like. He just looks greasy and mischievous. And, like, I don't know, man. I mean, I should stand up for another middle part king, but I don't feel like doing it. I don't feel like backing my blonde middle part brethren anymore. At some point, they better cut to a montage of the game that Johnny's been spitting because, Ooh, man. like, it must be supreme. Yeah, man. He must, like, you know... What if we find out that Johnny's a big horoscope guy and he just cracked the code a little bit? Yeah. Like, you know? He's like, everybody else is working hard on all the group dates and Johnny's just like, you know, he's getting right to the core of Rachel's, um, you know, Colorado kind of crunchy girl psyche. You mean Gabby? That's what Gabby. Johnny, classic Gabby style guy. I mean, dude, he wouldn't last a second on a Rachel date. (laughs) Like that date with Tino where Rachel, I mean, the producers kept sending them to interesting stuff like, oh, check out it. You're in Paris, like the, the cutest city of all time. And they're like, oh, check out this crepe place. And Tino and Tino and Rachel just start making out inside the crepe place. Was that Tino? That was Tino, yeah. Oh, okay. I, this, see, I then, watched the first half of this episode like a few days ago, so I, yeah. I kind of forget. Zero discipline. Yeah, no discipline whatsoever. No dedication to the cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but they. it was like a rainy day in Paris, right? Who did Gabby take on that date? Didn't Gabby, Gabby take Jason, Shy Boy? Jason, yeah. Did he make it through or did he, he get sent He home? did. No, he made it through with flying colors. Oh, yeah, because he got a rose. He got a rose on the date. And he had an all-time, like, I thought that this guy was going home. Like, I thought that the date was a disaster. And he fucking yanked it right out of the clutches of defeat, in my opinion. Yeah, he was just, like, a normal guy being in default mode and being, like, a little shy of the cameras. Mm -hmm. I think Gabby was like, yeah, that's good enough, fine. What a refresher for a reality TV contestant to be just, like, kind of a chill guy that's like, oh, yeah. This is all kind of crazy. I think that a chill guy who likes to hang out award could go to Tyler. Oh, man, I loved Tyler. He's less chill because he does have an energy to him. But I I think you're like you're spot on with the fact that like I would get a beer with Tyler. And he He did read a poem, which like, you know, points off. But uh, it's not that chill. And also, like, (laughs) I think Tyler, he looks like the type of person to still keep track of like Call of Duty DLC packs. Right. You think he's gaming? I think Tyler's a gamer. But you know who else is a gamer, but not in the sense of the, you know, controller and console, but like in this version of the game, the, the Bachelorette? Oh, right. Fucking Logan is a gamer, dude. Dude, Logan's a player. Come, so for I those mean, of you who don't know, last week the guys were split up into two groups. You take a rose from Gabby, you have to go to Gabby's group of guys. You take a rose from the other Bachelorette, Rachel, you got to go in that group of guys. Right. And guys who were on the fence all told their lady they were like say you know there was three instances where rachel was like meatball will you accept this rose and he was like not happening not doing it you know and same thing happened with the other two guys whose names i've forgotten immediately tremaine yeah tremaine who (laughs) tremaine yeah a former (laughs) candidate of the week 
And then who even was the last guy? Dude, Michael is a who? Yeah, Michael's a big who. Yeah. I I, I, I think Michael's so. another guy who must be spitting game behind the scenes. Dude, I mean, he's just been a shoe in for every single round, and he's on the Gabby side too. I feel like it to you know, now that the sides have been split and Logan is officially probably gonna leave for Gabby, the Rachel I, side is depleted. Yeah, no, that's a big problem. Rachel's going show. through a rebuild right now. Yeah, she's like she has like six roster spots that are being filled. Yeah, she sent everybody else home or lost roses or something. Literally, I mean, her but, dude. You know, I wanted to get back to the, the the gamer thing. Logan is like talking this big game about like because he Logan is into Gabby, not Rachel. He found that out right. because he realized that Rachel cries when you don't look at her. Yes, uh, which is not a good thing. Counterpoint, um, though, I think that. <laughs> If we're going to give – and we don't have to, but if we're going to give Gabby a pass for the time that she showed up at the Bachelor Mansion and tried to play football with the boys. Yeah, they weren't passing the ball to her, dude. They weren't passing the ball. <laughs> so the, each Bachelorette has had a moment where the boys inexplicably wanted to hang out with each other instead of hanging out with them. And the girl goes, what, what is this? What is this happening to me? Yeah, it's shitty. <laughs> Look. This is a this is a pro Gabby Rachel overall pod. Literally, right? we, we, we want don't nothing fucks but with Clayton, dude. Yeah, dude, we want nothing but the best for these ladies. But we're I'm, so happy that Clayton's like you know not in the mix anymore. But yeah, but uh, I will say that that would have never happened on the last season. We're like cut away to Clayton when he's like, these girls are like becoming too good of friends and like there's not enough time for me. And it's literally like, Clay dude, had a lot of psycho tendencies, but. He never once seemed like he was, like, hurt when the girls were, like, a little bit into their own thing. He yeah, seemed like a much more self-sufficient brain than these two ladies. Yeah, these fellas are, like, getting along too much Dude. for these women to like it. <laughs> Dude, I, I, got, I got the culprit, okay? Okay. This, I, I've been working on this. Ethan is not on The Bachelor to date Rachel. Ethan, he's we have not just seen making friends. He's just hanging. He's networking. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've seen Ethan high fiving. I've seen Ethan joking with dudes. I haven't seen him. Besides, I haven't seen him kiss a lady. So he had the one moment where they went to a French flirting class. All the Rachel boys, and they went and basically learned from like this weird older French couple. Gross moment of the show. Sniff where they sniff the armpits. Mm-hmm. Literally, yeah. The guy, the French guy, was like. You can tell a lot about the person from the pheromones. And, like, you know. Oh, and she sniffed Meatball's armpit. She, she sniffed was like, Meatball's Ew, disgusting body. And Meatball was like, yeah, I'm a gross, hairy, fat guy. That's what I smell like. Yeah, that's that's what you're in for. But <laughs> she, I think she, she had the blindfold on, so I'm not sure if she knew it was Meatball in the Come end. on, man. She knew it was she Meatball. Knew, yeah, she knew what it smelled I, like. How could you not, dude? Like, it smelled like Parmesan. Yeah, true. It smelled like fucking olive oil. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good thing. Yeah. Um, dude, we're going all over the place. This is a, no, no, no. I, I want to stay schizophrenic on bachelor pod. Please stay on something. <laughs> let's let's I stay, stay on, on the, the flirting class because okay, it's the first time we'd ever seen Ethan interact with one of the girls. This is round four, episode four, and Ethan is finally checked in for the first time. Right, he crawls on the ground like an animal. And like tries to like sniff on like Rachel's leg. What? You didn't watch this? I think I was like, uh, what was it? I might have been like throwing away my food. I like I was, <laughs> I was in the French, uh, yeah, flirting class pheromones uh, segment, and I, Dude, was, I was in and out. I, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Fucking so they they left it so open ended where they said, why was he doing that? 
they said go and make Rachel love you without using your words. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the guys tried to like dance. They were would like grab her hand. Was and she blindfolded at this point? Or no, she, she was not blindfolded. What the hell? So she's just kind of like soberly watching these dudes come up and they, and they all strike out. It's kind of a joke. Like, yeah. And you know it would be like. Um, you know, one guy would try to pick her up, and she'd be like, whoa, whoa. And, Don't you know, do that. That's weird. Yeah, exactly. That and doesn't make me love you. Yeah, very funny segment. But Ethan was the final guy, and he immediately drops on all fours and starts moving up to her like some sort of weird little lizard or something. What the fuck? And I got to say, don't give me that. Don't give me any of that. Bring me back to Ethan that just... I mean, Ethan was the CEO of joking and doing high fives before this. I'm sure he'll be a lovely man to some woman, but I don't want him for either of my girls right now. Dude, that is weird. I did I didn't catch that part. That's I mean, sub, it seems sub behavior from Ethan. Yes, it's very very suspect. However, like, I mean, it was so so far out there. Then I'm like, okay, his intentions are good. It's just he chose to do a thing that's absolutely nuts. I think I would have just ripped like a back rub. Be that's like, good. This feels good, right? It's like, yeah, yeah but, sure. But think of approaching a lady right. with no words <laughs> and just touching her back. That's not good. It's not good. Yeah, it's, uh, that's not good. There was, I think, um, Aven, a tough thing, man. Aven nailed it. Aven kind of grabbed the hand and kissed it a little bit. I think that's as far as you can go, right? That's pretty good. You don't want to touch someone up without without talking to each other, right? Especially in a room in a room where there's an older couple and then seven dudes watching you two interact. You really don't want to you don't want to go too far out on a limb there in my opinion. It's true, but is it really that exciting to like get your hand kissed? No, it's not. No. How would you know, Cole? You've been getting your hand kissed lately? No, I'm still a hand kiss virgin. Nobody's <laughs> ever kissed my hand. Yeah. Someday when I'm a lord, when I'm a lord of a large swath of land, I'll have all the vassals come and kiss my hand. That'd be pretty cool, man. Yeah. Because it wouldn't be that bad. Everyone would be like, well, we could be getting off a lot worse, to be honest. We just have to kiss his hand. Yeah, yeah. The guys in uh, Bedfordshire all get uh, whipped. Yeah. (laughs) We have to kiss the lord's hand. He really likes when we do that, and we don't ask questions. Yeah. (laughs) Lord Hammers. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, dude, I want to talk a little bit more about Hayden and his dog Rambo. Dude, I was okay. dying laughing this at that was a part. Sick moment. So Hayden, to start off the episode, got immediately in the doghouse. He he was already kind of in the doghouse because he was mean to Gabby, and of course Gabby tells Rachel, "I was like, yo, what the fuck? One of your guys was mean about me. That's yeah. crazy. Don't do that." And he's just a skeevy guy. He's, he's so Allen looking guy. His fucking southern charm completely hides i mean it doesn't even hide because it's pretty obvious but like basically the second he got out of hot water for the gabby incident he then boys up ethan and meatball aka the broskies you know the guys that are only there to hang out with other dudes yeah those are just the <laughs> the fellows literally the, that that's like going to your uh you know to a walsh apartment at 2 30 p.m and hanging out with the guys there you know totally or like 2 30 a.m and you just got like the common room fellas who are just still up gaming yeah right yeah so it's it's either guys in the middle of like in between classes that you're meeting up with or it's yeah the the stoner guys just kind of like about to go to bed and you know hayden is sitting on the couches with these boys and no chill whatsoever 
he just starts fucking ragging on the ladies and saying that his, uh, his ex-girlfriend was better than both of them. The line that he said was, these girls, or no, these bitches don't hold a candle to my ex. <laughs> which is a crazy thing to say if you're on a reality TV show where you get married. At the Man, end, that's bro. a hilarious sentence. What are you doing? Like, that is so far out there. Dude, if you have, like, if you meet enough guys and just chat with them, like, you've had that conversation with people where it's like, oh, you should see my ex, dude. She was... (laughs) Yeah. It's like, cool, man. That's... All right. You used to date somebody that you thought was hot? Whoa. That's nuts. Congrats, (laughs) dude. Maybe that could be me someday. Hold on, like, I feel like Drake's will be mixed in and he'll be like, uh, all right, no, hold on. Let me pull her up. Let me pull her up. Dude, you will agree. And it's like, dude, oh my, what am I supposed to say to this? Are you guys on good terms? Right, yeah. <laughs> supposed to admire a girl that you're not talking to? Oh, you used to f- you used to have sex with that girl, dude? <laughs> That's awesome. We're like so glad that you're not anymore. Like, Dude, whatever, this is also- what you want me to say, man. This is also a tried and true Bachelor trope. You remember Cassidy from last season? Yeah. Who's like still talking to someone while on the show. Oh yeah. That's a that's a classic way to implode your chances in the first three weeks. Yeah, don't have your sob story be about like a bad breakup. Yeah, yeah. Nobody cares. Everybody does that. First off, like also bring it back to Hayden. Yeah. I'm sorry, Hayden. Your sob story about the dog. Not significant enough for me. Dude. You know what? He's like, I really want to talk to you about something. It's like I have this and look, I'm empathetic. Uh, you know, I had a dog that I loved that died. I, yep. A lot of people have that happen. Totally. Very empathetic to all those situations. Dude, but he, like, sits the bachelorette down, and then this is the only chance you have to talk with her. And he's like, I need to tell you something. Like, my still-alive dog has, like, a, a, a cancer. condition. Yeah, yeah it's a, it had dog cancer. Right. And... And then he's like, let me show you some pictures. And she's like, wow. And then Tino comes in the room. It was more psycho because he whipped out. This is episode four. So they've already done intros. He whips out a Shutterfly book of the dog named Rambo. Rambo. We talk about the dog. So (laughs) I actually have an even more nuanced opinion because I got, you know, I didn't get a great look, but I had it up on my big monitor. Yeah. Took a close look. That looks like a fucking stock photo dog. No way. I am a lion. Dude. I'm a Rambo truther. <laughs> Rambo because, doesn't exist. So here, here's my thinking. <laughs> Dude, it's just like th- like a yellow lab, a yeah. golden retriever. Yeah, right. It's, it's like, dogs that don't match up, and some of them still say sh- Shutterstock on them. These are Rambo, my yeah. dog that I love. <laughs> but, like, that was the inflection that he gave. He basically said, like, Look, you love you love dogs because you're a girl. Now you love me because I have a sad dog story. Yeah, it what that's what I'm trying to get at here. I'm not trying to be insensitive to doggy cancer, but like it was so contrived and like being Super like contrived. feel bad for me, Rachel. Surely you are going to go aw and like want to hug and kiss me and give me a rose after this. Dude, Rachel rightfully took the first opportunity that she got to not talk about the dying dog. <laughs> Dude, it was so funny. Tito comes in and he's like, hey, Rachel, can we talk? And she's like, yes. And it cuts back to Hayden, the dog guy. And he's like. A little upset that uh, <laughs> conversation ended like it did, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know if I can get over that. And then Meatball rats him out, 
And yes. then she brings him out to the, the hallway and she's pissed because Hayden's basically called her a bitch behind her back at the Bachelor Mansion to yeah. get a meatball. She's like, so like – So you said I can't trust these bitches? No, but even before that, she's like, so like what do you think this is? And he goes, well, it's probably about Rambo, right? Yeah. <laughs> she's, yeah. she's like, dude, he what? Came, <laughs> dude, he came in expecting an apology from Rachel yeah. because she didn't give him the proper leeway on the Rambo story. And he's like, do you think that conversation went well? And she's like – Yo, you were, like, comparing my tits to your exes? Don't do that. (laughs) He's like, well, you didn't respect my dying dog. It's just like, all right. Get get out, man. You're done. And then the cutaway to him when he's leaving, he's like, I hope somebody here loves Rachel as much as Rambo loves me. I'm I'm ready to see you, boy. It's like something that hasn't been a thing he's brought up at all is now, like, his root cause. A brand new (laughs) thing is now his main personality trait. And I'm going to go with Dude, step- he's crying at the end. It's like, are you really crying about your dog? Are you really? I mean, dude, you know, so. I'm you haven't a, brought I'm, him up fucking at all. So I'm in a unique situation here. My dog, Trixie, friend, friend of the pod. Friend of the podcast. Trixie is super old. No cancer. Knock on fucking wood. But like, she's old and we're looking down the barrel of the dog death thing. Obviously going to suck. But you know what I wouldn't do if I was, like, the main owner of my dog? Yeah. My dog lived with me? Go on The Bachelor in its last month of its life. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't go do reality television while my dog is dying. Yeah. You fucking psycho. What are you doing? And then, like, complain about it. It's yeah. Like, you, you kinda... Yeah, if you're, if you're going to be that type of dude. No judgment, I guess. But fucking, you know, if you are abandoning your dog during its dying fucking days, like... Live with that. Stand by that. It'd be the guy that says, yeah, my dog's my parents and, uh, you know, I'm still happy to be here. Still happy to try my best for Rachel. Instead of fucking, you know, you like l- leveraging it. That's what made it feel so scummy. Or it just if you're like honest about it and maybe this isn't how he honestly feels. But if you're just like if it just comes up naturally and you're like, you know, do you have a dog? It's like, yeah, yeah, it's actually like dying. Like it's tough for me to be away from her or right. him. Um yeah, but it, you know, it, instead like, of pulling Rachel aside and like bringing it up as like a, out a topic of conversation with it's just like a weird thing dude. to like have be the focus. What are you what are you trying to you're just the goal of the conversation is just to get sympathy. Yes. And he brought out a Shutterfly book. Have you ever been down bad enough to show a girl a Shutterfly book August? No, not even a little bit, man. I've never even considered that. I don't think I've taken a photograph. No. Never once. No. You couldn't catch me recorded with digital imagery. Let me capture this moment so I can look back at it. Uh, nah. And it's kind of female tendencies. <laughs> <laughs> they are right, though, because I do like looking at old photos that somebody else ta- took Dude, very often. Like, that's you, the thing. <laughs> I love it when people take a photo of when, me. When we, <laughs> not even of me, but like when we were but on vacation of, and, and like everybody was taking these beautiful nature uh, photos out in like the national parks. I was just like, yeah, no, I mean, I was there. I'll yep. look at them. I don't need to be the one taking the photo. I could post this on my Instagram. Yeah, dude. It's of all of us. Yes. Like, <laughs> uh, it's funny. I went from never being photo guide to then – like basically in this last year of vacations consciously choosing to be photo guy (laughs) not because i like it but because i got very tired of like 
figuring out what Brendan, what which of Brendan's photos <laughs> I wanted to use for my Instagram. It's funny with being photo guy. I've, it is really an all or nothing thing. You either have a photo Instagram account where yep. you take photos with your iPhone and put them up. Dan, Dan, <laughs> or you just don't take photos, which is my category. Dude, it's so cool how me, you, Dan, and Brendan all have the same taste in photography because we all are using the same photos that they take. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is really funny. And just the thought process of when, like, as a non-photo guy, you decide to take a picture, it feels fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, I'll be camping up in Maine next week and I'll be like, oh, beautiful sunset. Like, should I, should I take a, f- Yeah. I'm going to take a photo, and I take it, and it's like, eh, it looks all right. Yeah, man. I think I had my thumb in it. <laughs> Oops. Whoopsie-daisy. Am I supposed to touch the screen so it, like, flashes and then, like, readjusts, or no? Dude, I like handing my phone off to strangers and making them take pictures of me. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Especially if you're in a, if you're in a view location. I did a little bit of that when, after I ran my race. Me and my family were all sweaty. And then, you know, really tired from running. And there's this other guy who clearly was not in running clothes. And so we were like, ah, you got to take our photo. Yeah. <laughs> you and didn't run this. You didn't run this uh, 10K, brother. You got to take a photo of us. <laughs> you have to. And people are mm-hmm. so willing. Like, how long do you think, like, for a street where people are just, like, walking back and forth and there's, like, a, a place that you could take a photo by? How long do you think you'd have to just, like, hold up your phone before somebody's like, do you want a picture taken of you, dude? <laughs> Like, dude, they yeah. would probably, I mean... Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I think you could honestly, in the first 30 seconds, flag down someone, you know? Yeah. If it's in a touristy spot. The funny thing to me is, I like... I never have photos of me because I'm so shy asking people to take a picture of me. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Oh, I get so anxious imagining if people say no uh, when I ask them for a photo. Uh, only if you want to take a picture of me. Uh. Wait, wait, can we... Sorry, I want to get back to... <laughs> I want to get back to The Bachelor because we did have a shy guy who turned into fly guy. I, uh, you know, I came up with that bar off the top of my head, but I, I really wanted to talk about Jason's uh, arc on this last episode. Okay, hit me. So Jason came into the, you know, came into the Gabby date just like, I, I after I watched the episode, I couldn't stop doing this voice. The, wow, it's like really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He has the most like reserved, quiet voice. He talks like a character in a Wes Anderson movie or something. What was his struggle? Didn't he open up at some point? Yeah, yeah. So what he was, was his a, trauma. As a so I actually I'm surprised you didn't latch on to this in in school. Oh, yeah, he was yeah, a yeah, tennis yeah, yeah. prodigy. Yes, he's like sometimes I put so much pressure on myself playing tennis and Yeah. It's just like Dude, uh, you absolutely probably knew a guy like this. You, you know, you did a fair amount of coaching tennis in college and, you know, in high school and stuff. Did you know anybody who took losses really, really hard? Yeah, I, you know, every, people take losses hard. But I think he, he kind of strikes me as a what's known as a clinic kid. Tell me. We're like, most of the people I play, I grew up playing tennis with my uncles and dad. I learned naturally because I love watching tennis. Right. I like learned very slowly over time and started early. Playing for the love of the game. Yeah. And I got some funky strokes, but it works. But there you got these clinic kids mm-hmm. who are like their parents paid to send them to a tennis clinic. And you can tell because they hit all their balls like a foot from the baseline. Yep. 
lacking a little IQ in the points, but are, like can hit the ball clean. And they are usually the kids who put so much like pressure on themselves and smash rackets. Yeah, man. They, their family's been had rackets, and like Dude. they don't do it for the love of the game. So yeah, Jason absolutely had like confident but shy prep kid energy for sure yeah he seems like a clinic kid i i uh, think so i you know i hate to say this i have been cheating a little bit on our podcast where i i took a listen to one of our one of our competition (laughs) our competitors yeah our competitors the bar school sports bachelorette podcast (laughs) i i and us i i did the i did the ringers one okay and uh they said that he was actually at some big prep school in florida playing tennis for that really yeah 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 unsurprising he's such a clinic kid dude yeah man and uh you know jason basically he opened up about how he had to like go to therapy to learn to like love himself a little bit okay and gabby you know this is coming off the episode where she was like doing her clayton impression being like i'm so broken how could anybody love me if i'm so broken right you know And all of a sudden, she lit up. She totally, like, you know, not that Gabby needs to come out of her shell anymore because she's a, you know, she's fucking, you know, been been had extroversion with her. But, like, she totally connected with Jason in a major way, I Yeah, because she goes to therapy. So she was, I think, is very excited about the prospect of, like, dating somebody who respects therapy. Yeah, man. Yeah. And, you know, they both have a little parent thing going on, too. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they both have complicated relationship of like what it means to love your mom and dad. Right. I think, man, I mean, I'm still a huge supporter of the Gabby Nate thing, but like Gabby Jason kind of makes a lot of sense. You know, we got a, a little introvert extrovert action. I don't know, man. I see it. I'm I buying, see it I'm buying Jason stock. I, I, I just, dude, Gabby's, Gabby's boys are just loaded. It's a they got Logan, the dude. Oh my goodness! Yeah, if they get Logan, that's like some I don't know twenty sixteen Warrior shit. Twenty seventeen, yeah, was a good team. But dude, you think like if a Spencer or a Mario, like one of the low tier Gabby guys, was on the Rachel side, how much of a front runner they'd look like immediately? Yeah, dude, Rachel's <laughs> fellas kind of bring nothing to the table, mm-hmm. even. Dude. Total nothing burger of a guy. Tyler is a bit of a weenie. Even she also he's just kicked chill. Quincy off. The one Rachel guy that had no, any... No, Quincy was Gabby. He was Gabby. Shit. Yeah. She, she kicked, kicked off... Um, skinny white guy. Jordan. She, she kicked off... Yeah, the guy who um, loves EDM and hates having a beer. Yeah, no, he hates EDM and hates having a beer. Oh, he hates both. <laughs> Why would you put in your, ba- your bio things that you hate? Right. Kind of makes you seem kind like of a not detestable a personality, person. Dude. Yeah, that's yeah. so negative. I, uh, yeah, I wasn't a Jordan enjoyer. You were in the Quincy Hive. I dude, mean, yeah, he just didn't, they didn't cut away enough to him. And I don't think Gabby actually liked him. So, right. Rip. I Rip think she it. was. Oh, dude, we never talked about the fact that Meatball is just back. Yeah, man. So, I mean, it. they teased it at the end of three. Meatball went on an absolute heater. Ditch Rachel. Get ditched by Gabby. Back to Rachel. And he came back. He came back, dude. She let him back, and she alluded to it. She's like, you're out of the doghouse now. And all the boys were waiting for, uh, like, who's going to get the next rose. And they're like, (laughs) oh, it's got to be Logan. And the producers did a good job about this, or I guess the editors. Um, (laughs) In walks Meatball. Moving on to next week's episode, too. We're at an episode five Meatball, who looked like... 
just wow. a total, you know, novelty act, first round exit kind of guy. Dude, you think Southie Ryan is punching the wall right now? Dude, yeah. He's like, had- okay, man, I'm a financial analyst who's like in shape and generally pretty, you know, pretty normal looking. You know, he had a little rough edge with that whole Boston accent thing that he did in week one. But like, well, that's, dude, just bad personality. You're yeah. done. Bad, dude, personality does rule this thing. Cause like, you know, Meatball's a funny looking dude and he's totally running circles around a lot of these guys just by being a sweet boy. Officer Meatball, dude. Dude, Ta- yeah. Can't, can't be, can't be one of the guys around Meatball. Gonna True. get fucking got, dude. True, dude. He's Honestly, gonna... now that, wee woo, wee woo, wee. dude, now that we got no you Jordan. You mentioned your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> you were using sexist language. <laughs> No, but, like, now that we have no Jordan, no Quincy, Meatball is the only officer of the law left on this left on this show, dude. Dude, that is that has a shelf life, being a tattle to one of the Bachelorettes. Uh, yeah, dude, the Maras and Sarahs of the world from last season, fucking gone in a couple weeks. Yeah, like, and, like, especially so when you're just alienating the fellas. Yeah. You know what, This though? show's about guys hanging out. Mm-hmm. That's what this show's meant to be about. <laughs> this show is about guys avoiding girls so that they can <laughs> talk to their buddies. Yeah. Do we got, Do we have to get... We should probably show face at the cocktail party, right? Yeah. And then back to the mansion. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, God, I can't wait until I'm done talking to Rachel. I just want to hang out with Eric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan's in the middle of teaching me how to juggle. Yeah. Oh, my God, I forgot about Ethan's juggling thing. Dude, Ethan... Ethan's all of Ethan's swag is only seen by boys. He he has no swag with women whatsoever. Yeah, but he's moving on. <laughs> he's moving on. I mean, it could just be one of those things where like Rachel sees him crush with the guys and she's like, "All right, good. That's that's I like that." Yeah. You know, you don't have to do anything with me as long as you seem cool enough, you're moving on. Yeah. You're cool enough, Ethan. Ethan, message from the pod. You're cool enough. Yeah, yeah. For sure. It's Ethan, all right, man. Sorry for making fun of your weird flirt uh, crawling move. I would do that, you know, in Ethan, your just situation. just forget it ever happened. Yeah, true. It, like, people will, lots of people will have watched you come up with that in real mm-hmm. time. Just forget about it, dude. No worries. Yeah, and, you know, the guy who won that competition, no let's problem. not forget that guy wrote a poem. Yeah. So, you know, you're doing all right, buddy. Yeah. You're not too bad. No problem, no bro. No problem, bro. Well, uh, this has been another fantastic episode of The Lover Boys. Lover Boys. Goodbye. Bye-bye.